Here we are with a new episode of Pines and Pages, and I'm Nick. I'm Brad. I'm Levi. And we are going to discuss the Chapter 2 release of Disney's Lorcana, Rise of the Floodborne. So um, we had our release day on Friday. Um, I ordered what can only be described as several thousands of cards and the store is sold out um we sold out very quickly um probably was only available in the store for maybe eight hours worth of open time and managed to sell um 20 booster boxes you know eight treasure troves six gift sets and um several starter decks i think 16 was the count that i had um and disney's lorcana is a trading card game that for those of you that don't know it um mixes a lot of the the care the cards are kind of built and resemble pokemon cards um because they're characters that you know everybody knows everybody loves um the mechanics are sort of like magic the gathering so it's it's a mixture of Pokemon and magic. Um, but we're going to get into the Floodborne cards. We're going to get into the mechanics. We'll probably discuss Chapter 1 to Chapter 2. We might even discuss Chapter 3 that's coming. Um, because I think they've already released that the, it's February, I think. February yeah. or March. Yeah, and there's been spoilers for some of the cards already, too. So, so and um, it's just been hysteria. Um, Lorcana League has been happening in the store every other Saturday since the first set come out in September? Yeah. Or August. Or, come out in August. Yeah, yeah. August 17th. And, and there's a steady stream of 10 to 12 people that are in here every other Saturday that are they're playing their asses off. And, Trying to. <laughs> uh, everybody loves it. Everybody enjoys it. So, um, so we're gonna our 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 uh, resident, our the expert out of the three of us, is definitely Brad. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, I have cards. Levi has cards, but Brad, Brad is, Brad is the. Yeah, uh, I got a good stack. Good yeah, pile going he's also the the most. Yeah, yeah. Brad definitely he's plays the most. Every weekend, yeah. Man. Even yeah. if it's not the Lorcana, you and Tracy or you and Nate or whoever, I've seen you guys jump around and play all the fucking time. I try to bring them just about any time I'm down here in case somebody, you know, might straggle in. I mean, a weekday doesn't matter, you know. Um, I, I think it's been a good way to kind of connect with some people in the community and bring other people from other towns into our community as well that normally wouldn't be here or wouldn't have visited the shop at all. Like we've got a few out of towners that they, we enjoy having them here and they're a lot of fun to play with. They're pretty tough as nails competitors when it comes to playing against them, but it's good to have them because then we get to learn too from their experience. Um, but yeah, I, I hope it takes off more. I hope people kind of consider playing more because it's, it seems intimidating to get into something so high profile and it is tough to get in your hands on anything. But if you're just patient and you look around, you can catch stuff at fair prices still. But yeah, yeah. complaint I've heard about is like specifically for yeah. magic players, 
the running joke so far has been, you know, you know, it's a, the, the pricing is really bad when even magic players are starting to go, ah, that's a little too much for me. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the aftermarket for these is yeah. still very, very high. Um, but there's, there's so little of it out right now because it just came out. Yeah. So it makes sense. I'm just hoping they get the reprints going pretty quickly. Well, yeah. and any of the Magic players listening right now to take a page from the professor's book is don't buy markups. Exactly. There's no point. Uh, don't buy them. Just be patient. Wait. If you want to buy some singles... Uh, keep an eye on the market because right now it's early. So these new cards are going to be a little inflated, but we've seen lots of cards go way down in value from the first set. So you ain't got to rush it. Just be patient. There'll be plenty at some point. Another reprints coming for the first set. Uh, but yeah, it, it can be something for anybody to get into. I've played against kids who have whooped my ass. <laughs> you know, so. There's no real demographic, and I think if you calculated the age range of the people that play in our group, it would. Uh, how old Riker? Like twelve. Yeah, I remember how old he is. Between, yeah, he's probably right around twelve. Twelve, and then um, up to Tracy. We won't disclose her age, but yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a, there's a wide range of players. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it spreads a good good demographic and kind of proves that everybody can connect over something. Yeah, when I opened the store Friday at 4.30, I have a line of 10 people standing outside waiting to buy cards. Yeah. And, and they weren't pre-order people. Um, that's why they were here, because they were trying to get what they could. Um, I had to, hopefully they're listening. Um, I had to limit them on what they needed, but that was only because I was trying to keep cards available to store players as long as I could. Um, I wanted people to be able to come in and go, you got Lorcana, and I could tell them, yes. It, even with the limit, I still ran out of cards. Yeah. Even with the limit, still ran out of cards. So um, the two guys from Kokomo, the guy from Indianapolis, they come in and play every week. Those are the yeah. out-of-towners. They're great guys. They they did some big pre-orders, and um, I, they have fun when they're here. They like the um, atmosphere here. They like um, the fact that I tried to keep it as even keel. Um, they respected that, that I limited the amount of cards that could be bought, and uh, that way I could keep them as available as I could for as long as I could. Um, but I, I could have bought 50 booster boxes and still, you would have sold out and still would have sold out at some point, you know, maybe not. I wouldn't have done it yesterday (laughs) or Saturday. I wouldn't have done Saturday, but I would have done it eventually. Um, just cause, uh, people just are out there looking for cards and and you even have the people that aren't trying to build decks to play. Because you, like, you need 60 cards um, to play. So, you know, and you can, there's six different colors. Six different colors. Yeah. Uh, amber, amethyst, uh, sapphire, steel. Emerald. Emerald. Ruby. Okay. And then, um, and you use 60 cards. So you can build different decks because you can use two colors. Yeah, you use two colors. And, um, and then you got the people that, yeah, they go full on set. Like they're just uh, they're they're gonna build decks, but they also want cards 
to build because they want the full set. They, want yeah. the full, they don't, and they don't. They don't care if it's a standard card or if it's a foil card. They just want the full set. So, and it, it looks like they're going to do two hundred and four cards each set, not including the special enchanted ones. Obviously, they're a part of the set, but they're also the same as another version card. Yeah. Bonus Pints is a craft beer and wine spin on the classic arcade. Located at 422 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, Bonus Pints is the anchor of the bonus building on the corner of Broadway and 5th Street. They have all your favorite classic arcade games and both classic and current pinball machines. Every Wednesday is trivia, and every Thursday and Friday there is live music. Come and bring your friends. The food, the music, the games, and the people. There is something something for everyone at Bonus Fights. So I kind of want to get into the set. What all did they... Did they come up with new mechanics? Or did they just keep the same stuff with new characters? Did we get any reprints from the last set? Or is it all brand new cards? All 204? Um, I just want to hear a little, because I haven't, besides for the little bit I looked through your, uh, what you pulled, I haven't seen any of the cards yet. So there's, um, there's no reprints in this set. Um, there's a lot of new characters. As far as new mechanics go, I wouldn't necessarily say there was any like full new mechanics, but there were some things used in different ways and there were kind of some different wordings to benefit and then a, a lot more interaction between other named cards. So I guess mechanically you could say there was some new stuff, but ultimately they kind of evolved. It, the yeah. Mechanics, yeah. They them out. Yeah. They seen what worked from the last stuff and what didn't, um, to start with some kind of mechanical interaction that I took to right away is the whole Madam Mim and Merlin thing. It's a, a lot of bouncing your characters, back and forth yourself if you need to, um, entering and leaving, uh, the, I guess the battlefield or the play field, entering play, leaving play, that's how they word it. Um, but yeah, so you can still pretty much do the same things as the other, but they expanded enough to kind of round it out more. So there's more options for every color, but every color kind of has its focus and they still stuck to that. Just Which I that. like that. It because it keeps them from muddying all the waters between everything. He gives each color a purpose. Yes. Play style. Yeah. Every every color definitely has a purpose. I think yeah. what they tried to do this one, and, and Brad might be able to like tell me that I'm wrong, but I think from what I could see, because I played, I I didn't buy any of the new cards. Um, but I watched people play, and I could listen to them play. From the way I understood it was this set, um, Chapter 2, what it did was kind of, um, so certain colors went with other certain colors for Chapter 1. So what they tried to do for Chapter 2 was add cards to those colors that didn't match up well so that that they matched well with colors that they didn't match well in Chapter 1. Absolutely. I see what you're saying. Because yes. like, so, the first chapter, they had the... Uh, Starter decks with the specific two colors of I guess yes. ruby and green, uh, purple, yellow, yes. whatever the other. Yeah, it was red. It was red, yellow, purple, purple, green, blue, gray. Yes, 
So they basically so just this time out. they only did two starter decks, okay. and they were opposite colors than what you were normally. Yes, it was purple and silver, and then uh, blue and yellow. And I will uh, one thing I want to note on those combinations is the first pre-constructed decks I feel like worked a lot better out of the box. The other two I sat down and I kind of played them. I had to completely tune one to really have fun with it. It was so kind of over the, all over the place that it didn't work, but it had great cards in it for like a couple different things for your decks. It was just trying to do too much at once. And where the, the first one, it was like, well, we ain't got enough cards to do much. So it worked. And that might be the different, a little difference in bias, kind of how they work because we didn't have nothing to go off of. Right. But, um, I enjoyed the new color combinations for those and kind of fixing them up to work a little better for me. Um, it got me to play some other colors. That's for sure. I dick to purple pretty hard. I just like the purple cards. And now I'm like, I got a pretty good functioning blue and yellow deck that I had a lot of fun playing. And then the deck that had purple and silver was god awful out of the box <laughs> like a couple times. And I was like, what? It had all the cards I wanted in it. And so I had to take some out, put some new quantities in. And I haven't gotten to play it since I tuned it up yet. But um, I don't know. It looked like it was going to be a lot more fun once I got it fixed up. But I had to get cards to do that. Yeah, and set two has characters that were in the first chapter, um, first set. They're just different cards. Yeah. So, like, Mickey is in both chapters, different cards. Yeah, they didn't reprint anything. They didn't reprint anything, but they did reuse characters. Uh, Gaston, uh, Grand Duke. Um, oh, we got two new Cheshire Cats. The first set only had one. Yeah. Or wait, did we get Doctor Facilier, yeah, Elsa? I mean, they did a lot of that. Um, <laughs> they did new variations of Merlin, um, Snow White, and the Seven Dwarves are in the new one. They're all yellow. Um, the weird part is, is they kind of are used to play each other. Yeah. But in a sixty-card deck where you only get to twenty points. To have to try to get lucky enough to pull the dwarves and Snow White, like it might be a challenge. It, it would be a challenge. So yeah. they're definitely going to have to. I think. I think they tried. I think they're trying to do what Magic does, where you can kind of build a Snow White and Seven Dwarves deck. But the problem is, is you're going to have to put the right cards with that, so that you're throwing yes. more cards on your play field you're getting more cards out of your deck and you're getting that way you can get snow white and the seven dwarves out so that way you can play them off of each other yeah. because because the mechanics the way they play now uh, it, it tends to be slow until you get to about round five or six and you get yeah. so they can get enough cards out so that you can really start going at it so that's one thing i'm curious about is to see how well they balance the theming of being able to do hey i want a snow white deck i want yeah. lilo and stitch or whatever it may be and then the balancing though that still people could take elsa and gronk and all of these different characters yeah. and they still work even though they're not from the same movie 
Right. I'm curious to see how well they handle that. I got a feeling uh, your stitches and your Tinkerbells are always their powerhouses right now in both set metas. Um, I think they're going to always kind of be around. They've got some of those cards that are like, you can't stop them. Even if you release some big ones, they combo so well with stuff. But they're always kind of going to be a staple. So I hope they don't focus on those in sets when they release too much and like making extra stuff for those characters. And to uh, expand on the whole Seven Dwarfs theme, I am looking forward to definitely be able to have decks fully movie themed. Um, to get the Seven Dwarves and Snow Whites in a deck, you have four copies maximum of each card. And to have all those would be 32 cards. So that's over half your deck. That means everything else you kind of put in there is better be like actions and items. Yes, yeah. yeah. And there are dwarves that work off of each other that if they were to stand alone in a deck with no other dwarves, they wouldn't have a good spot there. But then there's some cards like uh, Doc, who, or Doc's one of them that plays off the others. He lets you pay cheaper prices for. other characters and then there's one that is cheaper for other dwarves so kind of finding that balance in there you know well the there's, and there's three versions of snow white yes so, so yeah and there's two versions of the queen so that would bump it up to 40 for all the snow whites and seven dwarves yeah plus the two queens i mean mm-hmm. you're looking at i mean you're looking at Almost, yeah, yeah. Almost your whole deck yes. is just characters. I will spoiler alert for the third set. I do want to do this, and I don't care how junk and garbage it is. And you'll, you're going to encounter players that have that same uh, thought in mind, where they don't care how junk it is. They're still building their theme. Um, Lucky the fifteenth, one hundred and one Dalmatian will be in the third set. Oh, potentially. I don't know if these are real spoilers. I could be wrong. I'm curious. I would like it back. Because you were talking about it earlier. But we got got Pongo. So I'm going to build a deck of 103 Dalmatians, both parents and all the puppies, if they release them. I don't care how long it takes. And once it's done, I will play it. One copy of each. You know, there's no maximum on your deck size, but you really want to stay at 60. But I will run 103 cards just to play puppies all day. So the company that creates the prints, the yes. electronic cards, Ravensburg, came out and said that those were official leaks. It did accidentally happen, but it will not affect any. It will not affect the future of releases at all. Yeah, well, I couldn't see how all it did was hype up people. Right. There's no way that could be. Well, the companies in the past that are have as soon as something leaks, they're like, nope, shut it down. It's not coming out. We don't want leaks to be. We don't want to encourage leaks as in yeah. people get excited for it. So then people, it almost becomes a whole industry to try to leak it early and people will benefit and make money yes. off of that. So I can see why they would try to stop that, but I'm glad so, to hear it's not affecting you. So can you see the card? Oh, there, there's pictures of people with the cards. Is, is it red? There's the starter. Oh, yes, yes. So it's he's red. red. He's yeah. red. And I hope- I, I'm looking through it. A news article right now, but they have so, a picture of the so it's red. Game. So okay, yeah, and Pongo's red. I, well, and that's why I asked because I knew Pongo was red. So check it. If you remember from 101 Dalmatians, I guarantee half of those Dalmatians are going to be blue because what is uh, the female Dalmatians color is blue. Pongo's is red. Hers is blue. Uh, so I bet you when they release her, 
she'll be a blue card and you will pair a red and blue for the doggos. That's just speculation, bro. But and and that I mean and that brings out a good point because you know if they decide how they're gonna go with chapter three, um, and they could keep doing the movies that they've continued to do. But yeah, you definitely movie themed. Oh, it, it, the the best thing for them to do is movie themed. Like if you're building a, a 101 Dalmatians yeah. deck, you're doing Snow White, you're doing Cinderella, you're doing Frozen, you're doing uh, Beauty and the Beast, because there's a lot of those cards out there. Too. Treasure Planet, Atlantis, even some of the less... I'm so excited more, for Treasure you know, Planet. Uh, oh, I found a lucky card. Dude, you got, Strange you got, World is going to have a card. Really? Uh, what's his name? The little... Uh, Morph, the little goo guy. Oh, oh we yeah. are getting or not treasure planet. What is that's a planets. that's another potential leak from chapter well, three, like, though. But you know, kind of tells you they don't have like we're not going all old Disney and we're not going all new stuff. But, you know, uh, and we're not going all we're not going all um, we're not going all uh, pop culture grab either because because yeah. um, I mean Robin Hood's there and that's I love that, but no one. I know. I've seen that really old classic Robin Hood movie. Well, and then, but they've got they've got those titles out there like Toy Story, like and <laughs> I mean, you got Toy Story, which could have absolutely have a deck on its own, but you could build a Pixar deck. Yeah, Toy Story, Monster yeah. Um Well, you know, and they've got, um, and it, it just it, they definitely could be. And then if they decide. I'm not sure how I feel about them trying to do maybe a Star Wars or a Marvel. I think it'll be way, way later before they try to do any of those. I definitely but think they I, need to set themselves first. I don't they're think, gonna, I think they're going to stick with only animated. I don't think they're going to... Here, here's with the Star Wars and um, Marvel thing. I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, because Wizards is about to release a Marvel collaboration. Yeah. So, licensing for cards for Marvel is handled through Wizards now for at least a short minute, you know, but that license stays with them for a long enough time that Lorcan is not going to be able to. And this is why I think that Ravensburger is also picked for Disney is because of, you know, they're a puzzle maker, but they already had all the licensing for art for Disney and Disney characters and all that other stuff. So, it was easier to get that ball rolling with them. And to keep wizards at bay because they're a little more needy and, you know, they're, they are who they are. So, you know, Disney doesn't get as much say with wizards cards and they get to dictate every little detail of Ravensburger's business. I also just think it'd be smart if they didn't touch Star Wars or Marvel. But Ravensburger has Star Wars licensing for puzzles as well. And I believe they do have some for Marvel, but if they do, and this would be the way that they would... This is the way I believe that they should go. If they ever do Marvel and they ever do Star Wars, I would prefer to see them do X-Men 97 animated series. Yeah. I would like to see them maybe do Star Wars Clone Wars. Do the animated like, do the card. animated cards, but yeah. stay away from... That would also get Bad Batch. I love yes. Bad Batch. But stay away play. from... You're and in that you're probably not going to get your loops and your Leas and your Hans and your Chewies 
Anyway, except for they've all appeared in Star Wars, yeah. Clone Wars. I was gonna say that, have, but they could they could do niche. I was gonna yeah. say animated they could series. Just, they could do a whole section of just the droids if they wanted to mm-hmm. in the animated series. Yeah, make them artifacts that of you know that just help you out. Yeah, or the yeah they could go that route where they're only doing um they're only doing locations or artifacts or. Yeah. Different I- items and locations and and things like that for Star Wars and because people would just be excited for that, let yeah. alone throwing the characters in there. But they they've got enough animated properties and movies over the last hundred years that I mean they don't need no. to dive into Star Wars and Marvel. I was gonna say and for years. I think probably. just me personally, I don't know if it'd feel right, at least right now in the stage that it's at. If we were to get, you know, next set, they throw in, here's a bunch of Marvel characters or Star Wars characters. Yeah. It just doesn't, we it wouldn't fit is. the theming of it, in my it, opinion. It would not. They would have to evolve into that. Yeah. And that's where Pixar comes in, because I think Pixar, Toy Pixar, Story would... Pixar is more of that um, gap. Like Pixar, the Pixar movies, the bridge between, are the, the bridge yeah, between yeah. maybe these classic animated and the Marvel and um, some more the live action stuff, yeah. the live action stuff. That's that's the best way to put it. Um, so yeah, and and if they can hold off for years, um, which I don't know that they will, because man, they are just pumping these out. We got August, we got chapter one. November, we get chapter, we got chapter two. February, we're getting chapter three. But and it, it also- seems to be every three months, so every yeah. quarter. We're gonna get a new set, which is, which is what Magic does. Don't get me wrong. And there, but man, the, that's you're pumping them out. You're well, pumping them out. We got so they need to get enough cards out there that people don't get bored just playing the same set over. Yeah, or the same yeah. two sets over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Plus, that allows them to evolve out mechanics and yeah. the locations. Yes. Now that we're getting apparently but at that pace. Like wizards, like magic, um, doing crossovers becomes essential. Yeah, it becomes essential because doing, um, you know, magic can't just release generic. Um, they, they're past their vanilla days. The complexity creep is a real thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they can't. Oh, yeah. They can't just do normal releases anymore. That's why you see the crossovers with Fallout and Assassin's Creed, and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you're getting Marvel and you're getting Final Fantasy and you're getting and they're announcing them years in advance for people to yeah. be prepared for them because you can't just do every quarter. Um, new magic cards with reprints of originals and like have people buy into it. Yeah. So that's what Lorcana is going to have to be aware of is you can't just keep giving us different versions of Gaston. Yeah. Gaston, yeah. Gaston, every thing at some point you're gonna have to stop making those cards and move on to new characters. So. But that also, I was gonna say, because so far in the First two sets, at least, if we don't count the spoilers of the third set, they did add what, like two or three new movies, but they kept with the same for the most part. Yeah, and that allows them to get more cards and evolve out mechanics, 
before they start burning up and using all these different franchises too yeah. early. Yeah, they definitely did. So I can see them slowing down too. Also, the one that I, the one that came out this one, they, I, in my opinion from the cards that I've seen, they went all out with Snow White. They really did go all yes. out with Snow White. So, but the one they didn't go all out in that I was kind of surprised because of the hype that the card got was Winnie the Pooh. I I because there's a couple of Winnie the Poohs and there's a Tigger, but um Tigger was in the first chapter. Yes. Um but there's no piglet, there's no Eeyore, there's no is there a Christopher No, Robert? there is. There's a piglet, there's an Eeyore, there's a rabbit. Okay, there's I have an owl. I haven't seen yeah. those. They have they're actually in there, but they are not high profile cards functionally. Like there there's some filler cards, but um Let's see. We'll go with Owl first because I, I remember okay. seeing him. I see some of them now. Two different, well, just one different Owl. They got the Archimedes from Sword of Sin as well. Um, but yeah, he's a one cost 2 2 with one lore, which is actually a fantastic card for starting out. But there's others in, in that color as well. So he wasn't yeah. huge. I see Rabbit. He's a five, um, four, six, two lore. Okay. So I haven't yeah. seen any of those cards. So yeah, I didn't realize that. So they did, they did do Winnie the Pooh a little bit more. Um, Winnie. The great Mouse Detective <laughs> cards are in here in this second set, which I thought was fantastic because that is not a movie. That people even uh, relate to Disney, but the uh, the cards are fun. Yeah, I don't know how they play, but the cards are fun. Um, and it was great to see something different like the Great Mouse Detective being pulled out to do different things. See, that's one thing I like about Disney. And granted, I'm not the biggest Disney person, but I like that it's almost... It's almost that perfect mix between Magic and Pokemon because you can collect these cards and love them just because the fact it's Stitch or mm -hmm. whoever the hell. But it's oh, still yes. a really great game to play. Like, I've played, and it's just my personal opinion, but I've played Pokemon trading card game, and it's boring as hell. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> it's a collector game. It's it a, is. Collector. And I, that's what I enjoy it for. Yeah. But I know people that play it, that love it. I. I think so far, just out of the two releases we've gotten, Disney has done a really good job of making it a collector. Like, still a collector thing, but also a great card game. Like, an actual, fun, mechanically yeah. good card game. Yeah, and, and uh, it, it's going to be crazy to see how it goes. I definitely have my favorites from the set. Uh, the Cheshire Cats, I was really looking forward to. I was not expecting more Dr. Faciliers because the first set had a lot, but yeah, I went and watched that, uh, the princess and the frog just because of those cards. I had never seen it. I still and, didn't watch uh, that. Yeah. I, it's got me on a whole train. That's how I built one whole deck is centered around him because oh, really? I just enjoyed how his cards played. And then I watched the movie and I, you know, cause they're song cards. And if I don't know the damn song, I want to know it. Because I'm gonna make some cheesy ass joke while we're playing. You know, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. I feel the need every time if I know the song to start fucking singing it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the amazing things about it is just how much fun and pop culture shit there is with 
of the game. Yeah, it's the, I mean, especially when you got Disney. It spans over 100 years. Like, yeah. I love Magic. I've played all the goddamn time. But besides for the little jokes that me and my friends have, there isn't anything that I can really, like, I'm not singing songs when I play a card right. just because yeah. I know it or they're funny or whatever the hell. You might pronounce it stupid. Yeah. I'm going to play a swamp, you know. Yeah. Like, um, you know. That says that's the most you get out of it. This yeah. with all the lore, with the lore that's behind Lorcana, you get so much shit, and it's yeah. Know, it's, the environment with the game is just awesome. Yeah, the um, I in the store Saturday, I was just playing Disney movies while everybody. Oh, was really? Yeah, I just I turned on Disney movies on the TV and. And um, it wasn't even a movie that we have cards for. Riker wanted to watch uh, Turning Red. Yeah. Red Panda. Well, there's another one, you know, wait till those cards. Yeah, yeah. And and you've got a lot of movies like that um, that you just don't relate to Disney, but yeah. they're there. I will die. Big Hero the 6. The Coco cards. Co- yeah, Coco. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. You got Big Hero 6. I think that's a good one. Those cards I will die for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Big Hero oh, 6. That's how I'm going to say it every time I play a Big Hero card. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, just Disney... Disney can do it right, that's for sure. They can do it right. And they got the money and the the years of stuff. And Ravensburger. I mean, if 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 Disney has given Ravensburger a green light and Ravensburger is doing a lot of the work for these cards, they're just they've they've done a very good job of putting everything oh, together, yeah. building a game, building mechanics. Um, building mechanics that can be evolved because I yes. think the mechanics are are evolved in the second set, and I think they're going to continue to do that. Um, you know, like in the first set, there was only like one, one or two cards that could break items. Yes. They added more in the second chapter. Yes, and it's necessary, but they also added a fast load of items and people who work off those items. Yeah. Sometimes even yeah. specifically named ones. Like if we go to the Zootopia card, let's see. If I could find him, he's the the fox dude. I can't even remember his name. I've got him somewhere, but he has he has an ability that if you uh, what is it? Uh, give me a second here. Let me find it. But there's a, a card called Popsicle, and it's an item from that movie. Let's see if I can find it. It's hard to spell some words that have been made completely up. Nick Wilde. The yeah, pop. there you go. Nick Wilde. So when you play this character, you may return an item card named Popsicle from your discard to your hand. Okay, and that item does, when you play this, you may draw a card. For one ink, that's a big thing. You drop it, it stays on your board, and then you can banish it to remove up to two damage from a character. And then say you drop him, you get it right back. And if you, depending on where you're at in the game, it goes right back to the board, you know? Yeah. And, and that kind of interaction is cool. And keeping those things working together is neat because, you know, it's yeah. from the same movie. But yeah. Yeah. And I think they did that. I mean, on definitely on purpose with a lot of this stuff where it, it kind of works together. Oh, they added a resist uh, thing. Oh, they yeah, did. There yeah. was a new mechanic. Yeah, God, that, that was, I happened to look at Kronk, or yeah, Kronk and saw resist one, and then it you know, yeah. prevents one damage. I can't believe I forgot that, because that is actually a pretty game-breaking thing. Um, 
Yeah, you get that a resist. You get a resist two damage coming at you. So if I hit you with three, only one goes through. If I hit you yep. with the uh, fire of the cannons, well, you get to block that whole damage. You know, like all those little things. If, um, the way things work, that was a really good good one to add as well. Um, I know the Cinderella with resist is hot. I hard saw she play. was high price. She is already in the top perceived meta decks. Yeah, know. really? Yes. And then there's even more ways to play off that resist mechanic with the Prince, um, Tiana, Hercules, Kronk, Charge, and Matt Broom, Mouse Armor, Cogsworth, Noy, and a song by Gaston, Four Dozen Eggs. <laughs> like, that's... That, <laughs> If you eat four dozen eggs, you're going to be resisting some damage, I guess. But uh. I will say also, this set, so far at least, seems to, I don't know if they increased production numbers or what, but it is way better priced than the last one was. I think not like not MSRP aftermarket, let me be specific. The aftermarket. Because I'm thinking on TCG Player, and I remember even the day after the first chapter was released, shit was, I mean, it seemed like almost every card was at least five dollars. Yes, yeah, yes. and now every like things are starting to seem. I'm gonna compare it to Magic, but how those are? Yeah, you're really expensive cards. You're good cards that are anywhere from a couple bucks to ten dollars, and then you have your penny cards. Yeah, they definitely mass produced this one. They, they, um, I don't think they anticipated the draw for the first chapter. So yeah, there was a yeah. lot of underprint with the first chapter. This chapter, the print, I think that there was still probably a shade of underprint, but they were definitely more prepared for this chapter. Oh, yeah. Yes, and the world fooled their jets a little bit too because the, the first release was happening with the whole Gen Con debacle where they had people waiting in line for a day ahead, you know, you know, they were. I heard horror stories of people soiling themselves and standing there yeah. and just the amount of traffic that went through and they get their promo cards and then get them graded. And then they hit the market for such an outrageous price, which inflate the regular cards. And then Ravensburger has also said they're not doing convention promos. I don't think anymore. Now, I don't know. I don't know if it's completely confirmed. I could be a little wrong, but I do remember seeing a thing where Ravensburger said they are not, doing conventions the way they did with Gen Con because of uh, the things people put themselves through, the tr things people put other people through, um, the influx in traffic, and, you know, it ruined the atmosphere of the convention around those lines. And it, they didn't know that was going to happen. They had no clue. Yeah, no, the, uh, the Ravensburger can't be blamed for that. Oh, no. Oh, the, God, and the convention itself can't even be yeah, blamed. The hysteria of people... Yeah, that is just a people problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, that is a people, people problem. problem. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, got any more I questions? Just, I? Yeah. Uh, not that I think of off the top of my head. I know. Um, uh, how did it go with the first week of first weekend of play with the release here? How about I uh, haven't even asked about that. I think it was my absolute favorite day that I played. I, I don't know. It was fresh stuff, shiny new cards. We all got super lucky. Um, at the, the count right now is five enchanted cards out of this shop, which um, just right out the pack, $300 card generally. Get it graded. It's a $7,000 to $1,500 card. 
And Nick got five of them out to the community in Logansport, which would never fucking happen. You know, we'd have to go online. We'd have to drive. We'd have to travel. And the excitement that that brought was crazy. I had friends texting me. I had people messaging me on Facebook. You know, it was just so cool. And um, then to get to play with those cards the following day after release, um, some people had some brewed up stuff ready to go. You know, I had I had taken one of the pre-cons and had it ready to play differently. And, and then I also had the one I untouched and played once and got my ass kicked. But it was still fun getting my ass kicked, you know? It was like, it, yeah. we're, we're laughing. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? You know, playing a, a four-person match with people that had no idea what their cards were about to do. was yeah. kind of And I would guess on release day, we had 15 to 20 people in here on a regular basis through the evening from mm-hmm. 4.30 to 9. And then on play day, we were probably about 12 to 15. Yeah. We were in here, and they were in here playing. But it's the seats, man. Yeah. Located at 430 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, on the bonus level, the second floor of bonus pints, is the Lantern. The Lantern is a glowing light in a small town. They are a shop filled with art, clothing, books, and all your current Halloween needs. They are currently carrying cat skull candles, black cat drinking glasses, Halloween-themed dresses, and shirts, and some 3D horror decor that will scratch your Halloween itch. Check out their Facebook page for when they are open and what new items they are stocking daily. And, all right, so it's five enchanted cards. How many boxes did you say you saw? Twenty. That's, that's not also including um, any that weren't posted or messaged to us. Um, trove boxes. One of the cards was the first pack pulled out of a just yeah, one that he had place. on his shelf. It wasn't even one that somebody bought. Yeah. Yeah. And the other four were out. That is like, three so far, that is right around average or right under, or right above average. Cause it's one in every 72 booster packs on average. Yes. There's only 24 booster packs in a box. So that's three every, one every three boxes. Yeah. One every three boxes. Yeah. And so far, so that's. I had, one out of every four. Yeah, like right around average. Every four. And I've yeah. got and one. That's the ones like you said that were posted. Yeah, I got around. one. I got one booster box left. Um, we all got different. A pre order. A pre order. I got. I got one pre order that hasn't picked up yet. So, uh, well, I was just curious because I do the same thing for the cool stuff like that, magic, like yeah, cards. And because I like to know the odds of that, and that's fucking nuts. That's one in every seventy-two, and then it's still that high. And you guys value. got that many, yeah, yeah. And they were like I said, I was saying they're all different versions. Everybody got they a were, different one. They were all different. Yeah, they nobody got the same. And card. that, yeah, that made me the happiest because then we all got to look at a different one. Yeah, for most of us, that was the first time seeing one in person, and we got to see so many. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they only made eight. I want. Was it eight or was it ten? No White had one that was pulled. From that the was store. pulled. Um, Madame Mim was pulled. Sisu was pulled. Well, Bad Guy Pete was pulled. In total, I don't know if that's each. Uh, were there any in the first set? Yes, the first set had its own selection, but it definitely was. 
there was a good bit. I, I wish I had the list. It's hard to kind of get some of those lists together because it's all those clickbait article sites trying to pile up. Uh, that's 12 in the first um, set. Um, can't remember the name of the card that Brett got. She was a silver one. It was from Raya. One. Yeah, it started with an N, I believe. Uh, yeah. I'm so bad with some of the names of the newer movies. Yeah. I can remember seeing uh, an Arthur was one that we hadn't seen pulled. Um, Cinderella was one, right? Cinderella, big Cinderella. That would have been a great one to have. Yeah. Just because she's all armored up in knight's armor and like that's yeah. just so good. So I knew Cinderella would then get pulled. A lot of the cards were not shift cards or floodborne cards. So there's floodborne in the set, but there's also floodborne cards, which are the cards that shift onto the top of something else for a cheaper ink cost. Oh, okay. And that's a yeah. That's a there's a mechanic that plays off of that. Uh, when you play a Flipborn character, do such and such, which is cool. Um, but yeah, they they hit normal, regular cards for some enchanted. Like uh, an uncommon with an enchanted is nice because it's like the art is great. You're not going to be playing that card unless you're baller or you 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 know you just like. You don't care about right. the value. You want to look shit hot, and there's nothing wrong with that. Cause yeah. That's how I like magic. When I play magic, I get them fucking big poles. They're going straight into the sleeve and into the deck so I can look cool. Yeah. Um, with Lorcana, now I probably put them on a show because it's <laughs> Disney and they're a little more high profile. Yeah. Um, but yeah. especially because they're um, the Disney, especially the enchanted cards. Yes. Those are going to be only seen five. Enchanted cards, but I'm not seeing the one you have. Sisu, um, yeah, there's a TCG player does not have them all this, yeah, because somebody has to sell it there, yeah. I that was the only well, normally you can still at least find something for it, like a pre or a want list for it, and I couldn't even find that, yeah. A TCG player hasn't had all the cards, um, hasn't had all the cards all weekend. So yeah, it's weird. I'm, used to, I'm used to magic where they have yeah. all of it instantly because also magic has a bunch of money grabbing whores. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to see what they do with the second batch of league stuff. See what promos we get, what kind of pins we get. Yeah. And that was such an awesome thing to do um, with the, the first set. And we're still playing off of that. As yeah. well, because yeah. you know, a lower number of people, you know, a lot of these stores will get 50 people a week playing, and so we get your odds for playing with us are more likely to get a promo card every time you show a card or a pin. Yeah, you you're them. very, very likely to get something. Um, that's not always the case at the other places because depending on participants, so yeah, I'm excited to see what promo cards come because I got a few from the league last time and. Uh, we played a tournament down in Indy where I got my ass kicked, but I dropped one of those promos on the table and I got that reaction. Whoa, you're playing a promo? And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> it was three. <laughs> of course I'm going to play it. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. It was kind of fun. Yeah. And Ravensburger is behind on sending out the kits for chapter two. So as soon as, as soon as the, Stores get them. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll get them out. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do for that. I'm excited to see how they evolve um, the league play, if they do the league play. Uh, it's all been, I mean, uh, they've just handled everything pretty well. I'm waiting still. I still got back orders for Chapter 1 cards that I, that I think, even when they show up, will still sell. Oh, if you're going to still come in and buy them. I mean, I'll be one of those people. Yeah. I, I have lots of cards I need from the first set to fill out different deck ideas for yeah. myself. And I don't, I have no problem buying a single for Magic, but there's just something about buying a single for Warcana that kind of puts me off because of some of the prices. And I'm like, this card's not good enough to warrant that big of a price. Right. And I'm right. like, it's, you guys, we're in an age where, even if you didn't print enough the first time, you have the capacity to print way more than anybody did in 1993. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, what you know, we don't need to do that when you can buy 35 cent cards for some of them that are actually just as strong as the ones that's $35. Yeah. It's all about how you play it, skill. And, um, you'll, if you watch internet videos and see what the meta is for competitive. You'll notice that the cards featured in tournament winning decks value increase uh, very quickly, regardless of common, uncommon, rare, whatever, because people just jump on them and they know they can sell them because I want to play these combos. It's like, I like the hunt for this one. That's a big thing with magic. Anytime a tournament happens, whatever the top eight decks are, all of those cards just got a thirty percent increase in value. Yeah, every single time. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter what cards they are. It could be just the land that maybe didn't even see that much play, but just because it's yeah. in the deck. Well, if people go online and go, "Well, they made top eight. That means I'll at least make top eight my Friday night." Yeah, night. I'm gonna piss off all the casual players because I went out and got the. Shit hot cards, you know, yeah, running dockside and extortionist with like people who's playing pre cons, <laughs> and you're like, what, what are you doing, dude? Come on now, <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited to see because Magic has a lot of celebrity players, especially through YouTube yeah. and stuff. I'm, I'm interested to see as um, Ravensburger and Lorcana build. And the decks evolve and become, um, I guess, closer and closer to magic. Because yeah. I think that's the direction that they'll head. Definitely. Will Will some of these celebrities start throwing down Morcana games? I uh, I want to be one of those celebrities. <laughs> I would once we hey. you know get progressed a little further and we start you know shooting some video for our podcast. I want a segment of Lorcana play where we just throw down and we I, have a good time. You know, there's there's lots of, you know, command zones, game nights. Like, that stuff hits so hard when you watch. Like, it's so much fun to watch those guys, and I want to yeah. be that charismatic Lorcana so, player. because my brain goes to, I watch YouTube all the time, my first thing was I just typed in Disney's Lorcana on YouTube. There's the highest view thing I'm seeing is 200,000, which blows my mind with how high of a yeah. price it is, how much hype there is with it. Yeah. To me, is along the lines at this point with some of the magic product that comes out, but yet there's no social media presence mm-hmm. of it. Like, I never see it on my Twitters or 
my YouTube pages or right. anything like that. Nah. Nothing gets recommended to me. No one's actually well, right. doing anything online with it. Yeah, well, and and to to throw that even further is that what we've done here in the store, which is not what people do, and we played mul we played multiplayer. That's yeah. what I'm talking we about. We played Disney Lorcana like it's a commander game. Yeah. And with with four people and we um didn't really change the rules other than we just added more lore to make the game a little bit longer. Four and, cannon. Four yeah. cannon man. Yeah. We got it so, already. So <laughs> I mean, so to even be, to be able to add video to this podcast and do a four-player Lorcana just for people to see that that's what we're doing, I think would be, you know. Well, and how do you think Outbreak started? That's how EDH started. It started as Elder Dragon Highlander, and it just started as a bunch of people randomly making a format, deciding mm -hmm. we're going to try it this way. Well, and that's yeah. that's why I'm going to have the last laugh when our format will have 103 cards for our commander. 103. <laughs> that way you can play every Dalmatian. <laughs> I got Pongo as my commander here. You know? <laughs> that would be. I don't know if they'd ever do something like commander, but I'd be curious to see how they could. You know what I mean? Because yeah, commander has the specific thing with you have to have your legendary creatures yeah. commander. I wonder how they would specify that bloodborne character as your commander. It's already they're they're you hashing could, it out. You it's could do yeah, yeah that well, is, that's interesting because you could take a shift character. You gotta have a like blood it's board. not it has really, to be a shift. It has to be yeah. a shift. You could do a shift character as your commander. Yeah, it has uh, to shift onto its other version. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It can't. It can't go out of the playground until you in, until you throw yeah. out something you can shift it on. That would be interesting. And yeah, in fact, definitely then, you know, because the whole point of commander is your commander is essentially your theme of your deck. Yes. Yes. And that yes. fits, you know, that would literally make it the yes. thing. It would make it a Peter Pan deck. Wow. It would make it Captain Hook deck. It would make it. Color restriction wouldn't be possible, but I think if you run the, that kind of thing with still the two color restriction, but you can only have one copy of each, you can still hit that 100. Yeah. You have a lot of cards that you probably weren't favorable of, but you definitely hit the hundred. Um, let me maybe I you know the cards better than I do. I'm gonna do some. Well, right now there's only 408 cards. Yeah, but so that's 408 times 408 combinations. There's, there's plenty yeah. of decks you can still build out yeah. of that. Yeah, if you um, did the two colors, definitely. And the, that'll be the one draw. thing I'm curious to see is if they ever get off of the two color restriction. I don't okay. know that they will since they've only got well and they have one more color than magic. Yeah. I I don't know. It, well they could. It depends. Well the only reason the only reason magic got off of it. Magic never had it. Oh, they never had it. They never had a restriction on oh, colors. Yeah. To my knowledge. The I mean yeah. the, the the biggest thing for it, the, the, the restriction on colors. It, for standard and those types of format is depending on what the hell you're willing to do yourself. Um, so what you want to try to pull off in that deck for colors with commander, you're beholden to that commander. That so for it to work in Lorcana, you'd have to play one color and that's not going to work because to 
past that 100 card mark, you have to have at least two colors. There's 136 cards for each color combination. So red, blue's got the 136. Yeah, yellow, silver's got 136. Like you could do it, but maybe take the color restriction off. And then I don't see how some people build pretty weird, you know? Yeah, or you don't have to take the color restriction off, but maybe you do. Um, you can't have four. We're small deck. Maybe, well, yeah, you can do 100 cards. Maybe instead of allowing you four, you, you're, you're allowed two. Yeah, and that could work until that the way more sets come out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could you could do two colors. You can have no more than two cards, and you get a hundred. But and then you know, and then, but technically you got ninety nine plus your whatever the theme of your yeah whatever shift card is. So, but I, you could absolutely function with every other type. You could port every other type of format from. Uh, magic to this easily aside from commander standard limited sealed oh yeah vintage yeah. even though we're yeah. not really at the stage for those older formats say legacy vintage and modern would make no sense. yeah it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense but technically but they're you really still the same as standard just with a different restriction they have to be old cards yeah well except modern is everything from a certain point up and so yeah vintage and legacy was so, just a certain point back so standard i guess standard and modern would be uh, modern play the newest set, standard play both sets, vintage play the first set, and that's how that would work. Kind, of, it's not, it's not a lot of variety, but the bones are already there, and it's gonna just slowly turn into that same thing. I think. Right. Right. Oh yeah, it'll slowly not be exactly like Magic, but they're gonna be essentially competing card games with each other in my opinion not necessarily that they have to compete yeah. against each other but that's i imagine how the businesses are going to look at it yeah yeah for sure because i know already between us and the guys that play here most people that play magic play lorcana the only like i said earlier with the joke is the only thing is was the price of it it's the only reason they never got into it to begin with Right. Which now they're making new stuff. So yeah. everyone's going to get into it. Um, but there is one thing I would like to say about the community of Lorcana players versus the community of Magic the Gathering players. Uh, it's a much more diverse group. You're getting moms, you're getting dads, you're getting their kids. You're getting all kinds of people. And Magic players need to keep their mouths shut and their attitudes at bay because they're making fun of people playing Lorcana. And it's like, what world did you live in before this was here? People did that to you, and you're treating other players like crap. You're crapping on the game sometimes. And I just wanted to kind of remind everybody that we all come from the same world. We're all doing the same thing. Right. So, like... It's there's been some negativity from battling communities. You know, we all need table space. We all need places to play. Um, but that is something I have seen to really uptick on social media. Of course, we all should just stay away from that shit anyway. But uh, yeah, no. it's kind of it's kind of wild. And you know, we just want to play. We just want to live our childhoods. And I'm sorry, but magic characters are not movies. They're not people we know. They base them off of some things, and we can relate, but... That's why I... I mean, that's the same with everyone else. That's why I gravitated towards Lorcana. Don't get me wrong, I'll always play Magic. and probably yeah. enjoy it more, because it's what I grew up with. I like high fantasy, too, though. Right, but that is the biggest thing. Is Like I said to Dad, you don't 
you know, coming into the game, you don't know where the fucking Eldrazi is or <laughs> a sliver or yeah. this or that, and all of these things are relatable. I don't, I don't understand why anyone would. I've not seen it. Granted, I'm not in a lot of the communities yes. like you, but I don't get why they talk shit. Because I mean, like you said, everyone talks shit on them all up until now. Yeah, and I've I've met I've been met with it face to face at sealed events for um, Magic, and I, I you know I enjoyed playing that sealed event, but listening to the players talk shit about something I like while I'm sitting at the table next to them being quiet and having fun in their game is a little off putting. So yeah, I just want to remind everybody to chill the hell out and fucking enjoy some life. Yeah, like, we're all doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's just two different games. And why? Who? Like, I get it. It's Disney. But you're playing a game that is brought out by Wizards of the Coast, who, in my opinion, is way worse than Disney at this point. Oh yes, which is way worse than Disney. So don't, don't. I mean, it's <laughs> hey, they'll both send the fucking Pinkertons after you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get um, don't get your panties in a bunch because they're taking up table space because they're still playing. Basically, they're playing your game with Disney characters, and they're so, I mean, pumping absolute big dough into your your world, your home spot. Yeah, your world, your yeah. world. They're keeping stores open. They're people are excited. People are ready. I was gonna say it's any any hype for a TCG just brings more hype for Magic. Whether they're gonna directly yeah. correlate and play it or not, it's no matter what. It's gonna get more acceptance and more more spotlight for all TCGs together. We've had a few Lorcana players actually buy Magic decks because because we told them that it really wasn't that much different from Magic and they enjoy being in the store and playing Lorcana so much that they bought some pre-cons just so that they could show up for Magic. You know, just, I mean, they enjoy it's not, it, it it's it's a shame that people put it into Disney, Lorcana, and Magic the Gathering because, like you just said, it's it's all trading card games. Yeah, it's all a community. It's all about people getting together and playing a game that's fun. And that is, I mean, that's all it is about it. But uh, I mean, and and like I said, they they've bought Magic precons just so that they could come out and. And I'm like, they—they're not even worried about whether or not their deck will win or not. Yeah. They just want to come out and play people and have yeah. fun. The—the only—the hard part for them has been, um, and for Magic Night is that um, these people buy precons, and the precons for Magic are Commander, and yeah. people, and then I uh, there's a there is a strong group of people in the come into the store that just won't play Commander. Yeah, and I would I would love to expand to those other formats, but it's kind of hard to build those other formats with what's available on Magic. That's located at 430 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport on the bonus level, the second floor of Bonus Pints, is Savini Comics. Savini Comics has all your toys, gaming, and comic needs. We have Dungeons & Dragons. We have Magic the Gathering. We have... Pokemon, we have Disney Lorcana, we have Marvel and DC comic books, we have Marvel and DC figures, we have Star Wars, we have wrestling. 
Come join us at Savini Comics for all your gaming, toys, and comic book needs. I was going to say, that's something that I wish Wizards wouldn't have taken away. Because we used to have starter decks like Lorcana. That's how yes. I first got into Magic. For the longest time, the only thing I ever bought, most things I would trade for or whatever, um, was a starter deck for Standard. Oh, absolutely. And then I think shortly after I started playing, I can't remember what year it was, they took those away. They weren't selling that well because a lot of standard players were like, well, I just go online and buy my cards. Not thinking about new players, yeah. people that have never even bought a magic card or seen a magic card that just want to get into it. Now that we have more caught up, but back then it was other TCGs that were semi-popular. I only play standard on Arena right now because I can get cards for free yeah. to fill out those four quantities. Whereas like most of the cards you need to have a good time in standard are $15 a piece. That means for four cards, you're spending $60 and you need 60 cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What we ran into is, you know, I know, a, I know a that's where you drafting that would help is going and get, you know, yes, playing drafts yes. and opening those packs. I know of at least three people that were in here last time we were playing Magic that just couldn't play because there wasn't a commander game they could get into. Yeah, but all they've got is commander decks because they bought precons. Yeah, you know? and and they're like, it was a struggle to find them a game to play in because I have people that have that can build commander decks but refuse to play commander. Yes, yes, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you got your preferences, um, but. Uh, man, I just wish some of those other formats were ready to go. And with Lorcana, we got basically one format that runs smooth and everybody yeah, plays. Yeah, because I think that the commander people, um, not the commander people, but the people that bought the pre-cons would have bought, they would have bought probably a pre-con for commander and a starter deck so that they could play either format. Because oh, I like I have. said, they weren't, they weren't concerned with winning. They just wanted to be able to play. So then you come in here. And you can't play because you've got to, I mean, because your deck is wrong. I mean, and they don't yeah. want to come up to the counter and buy 15 packs of cards to try to build a, a standard deck. I mean, that's not fair to them either. I would, you know, and I'm not a big fan of proxy playing, but at a certain point, that's where you got to let it slide in. That's where you got, like, with Magic, you kind of sometimes got to let those proxies slide in so people can play. I'm, I'm in it. I'm hit or miss on proxies. I, I no, no proxies in Commander. You got to buy one card. Go fucking buy it. Yeah. But if we're playing standard, and we just want to play standard, proxy up a couple of those copies. Have one, maybe at least. Or, I was gonna say because you know, I'm a Commander player. I look at it as as long as I have one copy of it. The other three being proxies, especially because we're not doing actual tournament plays, yeah. just for fun play. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. If I ain't playing for money, then you don't need to own the card. Like, let's just let's just play. Because if like if I ran proxies of a deck that I play on Arena, I would have so much fun. I love it. They're like it's such an engaging thing to play, but I can't afford it. It's yeah. like four hundred dollars for the whole fucking thing, right? Right. And I'm like, that's more than I probably spent on half of my magic already. Yeah, I was gonna say that's one of the reasons, like. All of us, my magic group, got into commanders because we used to play standard or modern, but it was way too expensive to build a deck 
Or if you try to build a cheap version of a deck, you go to we'd go to Kokomo or Lafayette yeah. and you just get stomped 03 into the ground and you're like, Well, what was the point in this? And we still come across that with Lorcanon because it's inexpensive. But there's such a low number of cards that it's also really you easy to buy open packs. You can still open packs, you can bypass it and build. And um if you just read your cards and do some thinking, that's not too bad. And if you know, there's some people like that just stick to their colors and that's all they play. They'll learn that or they'll learn one deck and they'll just try to figure that one out. Or me who wants to build every damn thing you can imagine. Like I can't, that is the one thing that is a kind of a curse for me in both games is I just want to build everything. And like, I want to try this and I want to try that. It gets expensive. <laughs> You're kidding the candy store right now. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> I'm getting to that point where I'm like, I can settle down for a minute. And then they release the the Fallout deck for Dogmeat is an enchanted deck or an enchantment deck. And I'm like, I'm going to have to buy that because it's my favorite style of play, Magic. Um, with Lorcana, it's like new mechanics that I can relate to those styles of play. When those hit, like, all right, I got to try out the new mechanic. Like, yeah. I'm ready to build a, that whole resist deck. And, I've already built an entire Merlin Mim deck just so I can sit there and bounce and play with my own cards and make you sit there for a turn while I probably don't even accomplish a whole lot of nothing, but I'm having fun because I'm playing cards. <laughs> and I got my draw deck where I'm just drawing cards, and you love drawing cards. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's basically I just want to try to get an endless stream of cards coming into my hand where I don't ever run out. And even if I don't win, it don't matter because I'm like, oh, another card, oh, another card, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I'm it's itching fun. to play like right now. Like it's, it's <laughs> kind of hard to it's fun. stave off the urge. Yeah, it's fun. Where are we at time-wise? Well, about an hour eight. Oh, wow, that was a quick hour. It was a quick hour. Yeah. So... What, um, all right, let's go around the table and number one character or item or song. Okay, we'll do one of each. We'll we'll start off with the character. What's the one character you want to see in Lorcana, Levi? And that'd be Disney or, have they done any Pixar yet? No Pixar. No, we go with straight Disney. classic Disney animation, just going off of kind of how they've released cards now. Honestly, just I couldn't think of a specific character, but just anything from Treasure Island. I love that movie so yes, goddamn much. Yes. I I can agree with that too. We were talking about that Saturday. Any any particular character from Treasure Island? I don't know. Not any off the top of my head. I'm about. I don't about I that, the robot. Was it Robin Williams voice the robot? I think so. Let me look up <laughs> that respectfully. Think of that. It's been so long since I've seen that. John Silver's in it right now. So that's the one character from Treasure Planet that's in it. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know. But there's a item card, too, isn't there? There's what? Is there an item or a song card, too? Oh, there might be. Yeah, there might be something. Yeah. I think there's an item or a song card or something. <laughs> What about you, Nick? What's what's one character that you want to see as a card? I, I can tell you two, but I'm going to go offbeat um, because I'm not going to stick with classic. I want to see Woody and Buzz. Yeah. I want to yeah. see Toy Story. Okay, I, uh, I want to yeah. see Woody and Buzz. That would be fantastic. 
Martin Short did voice. Martin Short, Martin. that's who was as Ben. But yeah, I want to see, I want to see William Buzz. I I want to see a Toy Story deck with all the things, with all the characters, the dinosaur and Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head and Slinky Dog and Woody and Buzz and um, what was the neighbor? Sid. 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 And Sid. With and all his fucked dude, up toys. You got a friend and is that going to yeah, be your you song pick yeah, too? Yeah, you can <laughs> the, um, the, the aliens. The aliens. You know, location. The claw. Yeah. You got Pizza Planet. You know. Yeah. So, like, that, I mean, that is just, that is, I would love, I would love to see Woody and Buzz in it. That's what Yeah. Um, I guess, see, I've got, of course, you know, I went to Dalmatians. But that, that ain't going to be my number one pick. I, um, Maleficent was a dragon in the first set. Okay, they released a dragon version of Mim in this set, as well as Sisu. I want Pete's dragon. Ah, I want Pete's okay. dragon because it was a when I was a very little kid. It was a movie I loved, but it's another dragon, but a good dragon. So we'll have two bad ones, two good ones, and you can build off of playing some dragons and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a new item called Fang Crossbow that you can banish a chosen dragon character. So that would be it. Would nice to have another outlet, and I can't think of too many other dragons. And yeah, yeah, Pete's dragon was my big Pete, thought Pete's from over That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, so Disney song. What's a a Disney song you would like to see, Levi? I'm not too sure. I don't. I can't think of any of the songs off the top of my head. If you want me to be honest. I'm going to say skip me. I'll think of one. Go ahead, Dad. So, I mean, you got a friend of me is the easy choice. But I'll go with, um, and I'm not so sure it wasn't in the set. I don't think it was. I don't remember anybody ever made it. But what about Circle of Life? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't remember that being in the first set. Oh, discard. Dude, I feel like that could be a discard your character and then play a character from your hand yeah it's a circle like of life death and circle, rebirth yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like circle of life by Elton john if you got a simba Jesus. card hold it over your head yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be a that's a that's a, i think that's a that was a missed moment but lion king is part of the deck so i mean you could definitely see that in one of the other chapters i, I just can't wait to be king would be another good one yeah that would be a good from one too. that um Oh, give me one second. I got to look up the actual title of this song. I, but, you're not going with Puff Imagine. No, no. Um, this, I got mine. Mine would be, and I don't know if it's already in, because I know they have a little bit of the Jungle Book, but I Want to Be Like You, which is the monkey song. I, oh, I don't think yeah. it's in there. That would be great. There. No, there's there's like one blue card. Yeah. And there's yeah. not like a whole lot from the Jungle Book. And then the monkeys in there too. There, right? Wait, there is. I was gonna say I couldn't remember the title of it, so I. Bear necessities in, is in there. Is it? Okay. Yes, bear necessities is in I, there. To type in Jungle Book, the monkey song. Oh, <laughs> uh, God! I can't think of. It. I'm trying to think of the damn song title. I can hear it in my head right now. You can just bust out into song here in a second. <laughs> I might have to. I might have to. Uh, <laughs> and give me 
one more second. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. What's it from? Well, Phil Collins sings it. Um, it's a softer, sappier song. Um, what what soundtrack did he do? Is it from Tarzan? Yeah. Oh yeah, Tarzan. Is it? Um, Actually, just anything, anything from anything Tarzan. From Tarzan. But yeah, give me it. Uh, yeah, you'll be in my heart. Like that song just plays in my head. Like yeah, yeah. Phil Collins is Phil, great. Phil Collins from Tarzan. Or give me some. Give me. There's already some Michael Bolton in there. You know, uh, go the distance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like all those classic, the music has just been so great. Yeah. Hi ho is in there, right? Is it? I thought it was Man. in the new set. Hi ho. Let me pull yeah. my app up and I'm going to look for every song card. Yeah, I, I thought it was in there. Uh, Bippity Boppity Boo is in there um, from Cinderella. This stuff from Beauty and the Beast, those songs are, um, a lot of those are in there, too. Yes. Four dozen eggs. <laughs> so, um, items. Ooh. I, 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 if I have to rethink, I don't know if you guys would consider actually a character, but the magic carpet from Aladdin. Oh, as an item. Well, that would be a as, fantastic as an item. That would be really... Really cool. Get a character. Uh, Do they have flags? If not, give them evasive. There's evasive. Um, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good to stick on them. Um, let's see. We've got Strength of a Raging Fire from uh, Mulan. Let the storm rage on. Frozen. Grab your swords. Beauty and the Beast. A whole new world from Aladdin. One jump ahead from Aladdin. Four dozen eggs from Beauty and the Beast. Let it go. I don't really need to tell everyone the title of that one. times. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can fly, Peter Pan. The most diabolical scheme from uh, what's the the mouse one? The Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, the Great Mouse Detective. Uh, Teeth and Ambitions. Uh, Sudden Chill from the Hundred One Dalmatians. Be prepared from Lion King. Go the distance. I already mentioned that one. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, Mother Knows Best from Tangled, Reflection, Mulan, Legend of Sword and Stone from Sword and Stone, uh, Gruesome and Grim from Sword and Stone, Friends on the Other Side, my fucking favorite because it's a draw card and that song is dope. <laughs> um, Princess and the Frog for that one. Zero to Hero, uh, the world's greatest criminal mind, which I think is also from Mouse, Mouse Detective. Detective. Be our guest. That's like that was the number one song that absolutely had to be in there. What? What about? Is there any cards from Emperor's New Groove? Yes, yep. there's lots of. Them. Okay, um, there's right. two different Cusco's Pacha. Well, oh, that's right. Isma. He was in. They were in yeah. the first deck. Most of them were in the first deck. Uh, Pacha Kronk and Lamified Cusco is in this one. My um my item um I mean you said it earlier uh, a fantastic item would be the claw machine yeah I almost so, chose so, that one yeah that would be a fantastic item uh, so um if, if uh, Toy Story is a hard one for items because everything is an item technically yeah technically, <laughs> the characters are all items yes um you you can the do the rocket the little rocket system. yeah yeah you, you can do a chest. You could do Buzz's. Yeah. You could do Buzz's ship. 
Yeah, the only chest could be a location. To, to, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did yeah. Sith room. Another Sith one. Room. Pizza, um, pizza Planet is a location. Yeah, that's, yeah. Toy Story's got the locations down. Yeah. Pride Rock would be a good one for right. my You could, um, but yeah, I mean, you, wall machines, I think a great idea for an item. Um, Shit, it, it could also be a location because they get stuck in there. Yeah, you, you, technically it could. Um, and that's where I'm at is like, what's a location and what's not? Because I would love to see ships. Yeah. Ca- uh, the ship from Treasure Planet or Captain Hook ship or like, but those are kind of locations rather than items. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's, there's so you many could things. Do po- you could do poison apple. I think like, there is one. Is there a poison apple came out in this newest in this set? New set? Um, I don't think it's technically. I don't know if it's an item or if it's just. Let's see what we got here. We've got the Dinglehopper, um, the Lantern from Tangled, um, Ursa's Ursa's Ursula's shell necklace, um, Magic Mirror. Her call, Ursula's Cauldron, White Rabbit's Pocket Watch, The Poisoned Apple, Stolen Scimitar um, from Aladdin, Dr. Facilier's Cards, Shield of Virtue, which I believe is, is that Melissa's, or is that Sword of Stone? Red Shield, I can't remember where that's from. It looks like Sword of Stone. I think so. Sword of Truth, um, The Coconut Basket. Um, Eye of the Fates from Hercules. That's a good item, just like because of uh, like yeah. that was such a prolific item in the movie. Yeah, uh, the fishbone quill, magic golden flower. Uh, what about the bell from Hunchback in Notre Dame. Ooh, a bell. Ooh, Hunchback would be a good character. Yeah. Um. Yes. There's the dinner bell from. Yeah. Something else. I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to tell what some of these are from. Gumbo pot from, uh, yeah, oh, uh, princess. Yes, thank you. The last cannon. There's a weight set. Uh, Mickey Mouse's armor, which some of these items are made up as well. Um, I had the item I was thinking of, but I lost it. Oh, um, it's kind of a a dark one. Um. But I play a lot of Maleficent, and I want her wings as an item. Oh. Give chosen character evasive. Yeah. You know, touch on that whole flying thing. Um, yeah, Maleficent gets her wings back, and she's a pretty formidable opponent as soon as she gets those back. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I want. I want yeah. her wings. Yeah. Just like that corrupt bastard wanted them. I want her wings. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be cool. Uh, about you, for sure. Think of an item. Yeah, I said the magic. Carpet. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. The magic carpet from Aladdin was a good one. Because that's again, that's an item that you could have flying. Yeah, yeah. What about like, uh, uh, like ropes from Tarzan or something like? Yeah, that you could add flying. Yeah, vines. Like, a banana, and it's you know Tarzan's hand holding a banana. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like. Dinglehopper is such a good item because it's a whole thing, you know, like it's all within, you know, a focal point. Yeah. Um, but there are stuff that aren't focal points as items, too. Yeah. Um, like the sardine can. Am I sleeping in a damn sardine can? 
you know, like that's just a bed. It, it was a, <laughs> you know, kind of like, oh, that's can yeah. be a good use of that. It's funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was sleep speak, speaking of sardine game. You also got um, ratatouille. Oh, I didn't think about ratatouille. Yeah. That would, those would, that would be a good set yeah. of cards. I that would be a good set. Yeah. You could use the, the pot and the spoon from Ratatouille as an item or something like yeah. that. You could, you, yeah, that would be a good one. Lady and the Tramp. What about the table? The meatball. The meatball, yeah. His chef hat could technically be one since we have those leaked tide cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be a location yeah. chef's hat. Yeah. yeah, but that would, that might get a little kind of strange trying to hide a, yeah. a giant Maleficent dragon under your hat. <laughs> But yeah, you. I mean, you got you got like Lady and the Tramp, Fox and the Hound. The item, uh, one of my favorite items in the game is the blaster, plasma rifle yeah. or plasma blaster from Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch it just pings you for one damage. Yeah, and you can just do it over and over and over and over again. And you can get four of them out and be like, yeah, down. yeah. And the bad part about it was is unless you had the only two cards in the deck that could break an item they just got to hit you with it every single time well and it's all the item break cards are silver i think so that item is also silver so most likely if you're unless you match it mirror match up most people aren't going to have breaking your items right uh i know blue is strong in playing off items that'll be fun to see but i don't know there's a lot of things i'd love to see from the yeah, yeah, that is for sure. I'm excited to see where they go with it. I'm pleased with how they've handled it so far. Okay, how about an action card that's not a um, an action card that's not a song? Because there's actions that just do something real quick, and it's not a song, and it's not anything. Uh, yeah. So it's almost like an instant. Yeah, instant. something that happened in a movie. Um, Let's let me look here. Clear my results. Trying to give you a good idea. Um, no, it's not show like fire the cannons. Fire the cannons oh. or smash marshmallow from Frozen. Yeah, has an ability like it's just an action card and it's smash, but it features him. They're also. smash. There's yeah, there is fire the cannons. There's some. There's something else that somebody always hits me with too. You know, what I, fire the cannons. They hit me all the time with. But I need enchantment light cards because those are my favorite thing to play. Just in time for Maui when yeah. he comes in. Yeah. Um, freeze from Frozen befuddle where you know Sword and Stone fucks you up. Um, Simba and Mufasa, you have forgotten me. Yeah, that's an action. Um. I would like to see Andy's home tap all characters, exert all characters. Uh, so nobody, if they stay exerted until your next turn or something, you know, like exert yeah. all opponents. Or characters. untap them. Or yeah. Yeah, untap them. Yeah, something. If you play it at the end of your turn, you get to untap all your cards. But I thought that would be a good action. Andy's home. Yeah. All your cards exert, yeah. unexert That's, something. That is, well, because they all fall down. So I yeah. think they exert, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. up to... Yeah, but you want your characters to be untapped so well, they can't can, be attacked. Not necessarily, because there's some that play off of being exerted. Well, yeah, that's Your bodyguard's being exerted. Um, you could 
Yeah, yeah there's there's ways that it could function a little better, but Andy's home is a good one. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, you got one, Levi? No, I can. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Or like Vicious Betrayal is another one where Scar throws fucking <laughs> <laughs> off the cliff. Dragon fire. Well, if you want to go Toy Story, you could be like when the bear uh, turns on the trash compactor. Yeah. Yeah. In Toy Story 3. Oh, God, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. Work <laughs> um, Together is from Emperor's New Groove, where yeah. they're back-to-back trying to walk the, up the, yeah. the mountain <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. Break. That's the break the items one, and it's where Beast is just breaking shit or ransack. And you could do ringing the bell with the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, that would be an action sanctuary. Yeah, it would make that would make more sense in an item. I don't know. Seen that one. Yeah, that would make more sense. In there an you item. go, sanctuary. That's where you unexert your characters because yeah. now they're safe from attack. Yeah, and then Andy's home is where all your opponents are fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, ring the bell has. Kind of different because Ring the Bell is great mouse detective, and it's oh, already is a, a card. Is it, it's already a card. Banish chosen damage character. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's where they're trying to attract the mice. Ring oh, the okay. I haven't seen that movie, so I don't really. What about um, Cinderella when they're um, sewing the dress? You could do something with that. Yeah. You know, so the glass slipper. Yeah. The button pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You got the, you could put going to work and have something with the seven drawers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that, that would be, you know, I know, I know you have the song, but you could still do going to work. Oh, Sleeping Beauty. Good action card would be like the kiss. Yeah. yeah. Although people kind of have deemed that a little unacceptable these days. Or that's Snow White, where he wakes her up with a kiss. Yeah, that's oh. Sleeping Beauty. What well, they, they, they do it in both. They do it in both. Yeah, they do it in both. Yeah, they do it in both. Yeah, I think they do it in both. Because that was the only storyline Disney could come up with in the 30s. Yeah. You got to wake up a yeah. sleeping princess with a kiss. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know. There's a million different things you can yeah, choose. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of action. I'm trying to look do, around for inspirational. You could do, you could do, you could do uh, <laughs> yeah, you could do um, Monsters Inc. Grab a door. No, yeah, like you know, you could do that. You could grab twenty three nineteen. Yeah, yes, yeah. twenty three nineteen. Yeah, you could grab a door. Or uh, the sock oh, as an item. Yeah. Monsters Inc. would be able to switch locations so much. That yeah, they all the they doors. would. Have, yeah, the door as an item switch location. Yeah, yeah. The um, yeah. could you imagine the um, what's the character, the old lady that yells out of all this time? Could you imagine her? Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be a good character. Like, I don't know what they put on her, but that would be great. That would be great. What cows? Yeah, I was that would be that would be fun to do. Well, and there you go. That's another one of those times where I can guarantee if I had that card every fucking time I played it, I'd probably do that whether I wanted to or not. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You'd have to. You'd have to. That's another thing. I don't know what the hell Shieldred says in Magic, but I know what the fuck every other character says in Disney. <laughs> I don't know what... Boy, what the hell is this? It's Yeah, exactly. A bunch of squiggles. That... I can't even read that. It looks like fucking <laughs> someone done scratch. Most games will make a translation for another language. They literally just put squiggles down. Like, yeah, there's an actual language, but they don't have a translation. <laughs> the, the card designer basically just fucking, from to my understanding. There's, there's a guy that works at Wizard. They're like, okay, take this, take this paper to him. He's gonna give us what it looks like, but nobody else knows it, and he's just he's the Phyrexian, you know, that hides in the basement and probably some the creepiest dude. Yeah, he's the creepiest dude around, and he just makes it up for him, and and then it's like, okay, print this on the card, and they're like, all right, <laughs> nervously walk away. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. That's funny. And that is a very valid point. Like you said earlier, it's why I really enjoyed getting into Disney. You know everybody, and it's really yeah. funny to just throw out goofies and yeah. attack Simbas. And- yeah. yeah. Or, like, every time I play against somebody playing blue, I make sure I let them damn well know I am not killing your grandma Paula. Like, I'm the, you know, from Moana. I'm not killing her. She turns into ink as soon as you do. I ain't doing it. Like she's going to sit there. You get your one more every time. I ain't killing her. Like, I ain't helping you. She was my favorite character from that movie anyway. Like, she's got a cool-ass back tattoo. And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to go die in the ocean now. See you. Like, nope, nope. Yeah. Yeah. And you get in that. It's a, if you've got four of those in your hand and you can get them out in the first five six rounds like it's deadly especially yeah, yeah. it starts dying because you can't yeah. her well yeah. and that's a net that that leads me to the next thing uh madam mim purple and blue you um either banish some of her cards you have to banish a character or return it to your hand Ooh, so banish your grandma doll and she turns into ink and you get to play a card. Right. Or, you know, bouncing stuff around. I, I might be a little mixed up on those mechanics, but I know there's some cards where you can choose to banish a character, right. but it never says who. So banish your own. People need to start sacrificing. They don't yeah. they don't know about the sacrifice oh, no, we're yet. Get to go, Gar- go Gary. <laughs> yeah, God love it. Yeah. Just wait, I got a deck for you too. <laughs> I built me something nice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I'm ready to sacrifice some stuff. See, I'm ready that's to... something I'm really excited for is to see people's brains with Disney, with Lorcana, start to see them figure out those kind of plays. Because since it's a newer card mm-hmm. game, people don't think like that. They just read the cards and use the cards for what they what they say. Basically, yeah. there was a I, I seen one YouTube video where a guy found a infinite loop combo. And I have all the cards to do it. And I like, uh, I might have to do that as a competitive scene where you can infinite loop and win and quest your points out in one turn. Okay. Well, not, not one turn. Like you'll have to get to like turn five and then they're fucked, <laughs> you know, like, um, but yeah, there's some infinite combos in there already. Wait till you find them. I'm not going to tell you what they're made of though. <laughs> <laughs> No advantage. Yeah, no advantage. No I got to be the first one to do it in the shop. <laughs> Not if I use it first. 
Yeah. So, all right. So, good discussion. On yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I, I could keep going if we wanted to, but I kind of got to take a leap, you know. Yeah, so I think we're going to call it. Um, so, this has been our Disney Lorcana Chapter 2 Rise of the Floodborne episode. And uh, I'm Nick. I'm Brad. I'm Levi. And uh, we're going to see you next time. All right.